0: Hello, this is Cody Sturgill, the pastor at Chilhowee Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily broadcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's so important we put God's Word into our hearts and our lives, and we pray that this message from God's Word will be a blessing and help to you. Joel, the book of Joel will begin in chapter 1 and verse number 1. And we'll be looking primarily at the first two chapters of this three-chapter book. The man Joel. Let me read to you the first verse. Will you follow along with me? The word of the Lord that came to Joel, the son of Bethuel. And I want you to know something. All that the Bible says about Joel, I just read it to you. All we know is his name was Joel. And his daddy's name was Pathul, And uh, that's it. <laughs> the end. Close your Bibles. Go. To the, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's all we know that's said specifically about Joel. But you can learn a whole lot about a person by the message that he preaches. And when we meet Joel and we see this message, we find Joel gives God's message to God's people. And as Hosea used an illustration... Of the trouble of his ho- of his home, the unfaithfulness of his wife, to picture the rebellion and the harlotry of the nation of Israel, Joel uses the illustration of a plague and the coming of the day of the Lord, the judgment of God on the nation of Israel, as the springboard and the illustration of his message. Joel is the prophet of the plague. When we open our Bibles to Joel chapter number 1 We see in Joel chapter number 1 Joel warning the people of the coming of a plague Coming of a pestilence, of great problems In chapter number 2, he continues his warning But he calls on the nation of Israel To turn from their wickedness, their faithlessness And call on the name of the Most High God Because he promised as a result of trusting in the Lord and calling on the Lord that God would bless his people, the nation of Israel. Chapter 3 is a different message for a different night. But chapter 3 is a beautiful description of what most people, and I believe to be a description of the battle of Armageddon and the victory that Jesus Christ has ultimately setting up a new Jerusalem. Tonight we're going to focus in on chapters 1 and 2, and I'd like to bring this message, Joel, the prophet of the plague. Joel, the prophet of the plague. Will you look with me in chapter number 1, verse number 1. The Bible says, The word of the Lord that came to Joel, the son of Pethuel. Hear this, ye old men, and give ear all ye inhabitants of the land. Hath this been in your days, or even in the days of your fathers? Tell ye your children... Of it. And let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. That which the palmer worm hath left, hath the locust eaten. And that which the locust hath left, hath the canker worm eaten. And that which the canker worm hath left, hath the caterpillar eaten. Awake, ye drunkards, and weep and howl, all ye drinkers of wine, because of the new wine, for it is cut off from your mouth. For a nation has come up upon my land strong and without number, whose teeth are the teeth of a lion. And he hath the cheek teeth of a great lion. What's he describing in verse 6? He's using an analogy of a nation, of a great army, to describe locusts. Look at it again in verse 6. For a nation has come up upon my land strong and without number, whose teeth are the teeth of a lion. And he hath the cheek teeth of a great lion. He hath laid my vine waste and barked my fig tree. He hath made it clean bare and cast it away. The branches thereof are made white. Lament like a virgin girded with sackcloth for the husband of her youth. The meat offering and the drink offering is cut off from the house of the Lord. The priests, the Lord's ministers mourn. The field is wasted. The land mourneth for the corn is wasted. The new wine is dried up. The oil languisheth. Be ashamed, O ye husbandmen! How, O ye vine-dressers, for the wheat and for the barley, because the harvest of the field has perished, the vine is dried up, the fig tree languished, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree, also the apple tree, even all the trees of the field are withered, because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Gird yourselves and lament, ye priests! How, ye ministers of the altar, come lie all night in sackcloth, ye ministers! Of my God, for the meat offering and for the drink offering is withholden from the house of your God. Verse 14 Sanctify ye a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God, and cry unto the Lord. Alas for the day, for the day of the Lord is at hand, and as a destruction from the Almighty shall it come. Is not the meat cut off before our eyes, yea, joy and gladness from the house of our God? The seed is rotten under their clods. The garners are laid desolate. The barns are broken down, for the corn is withered. How do the beasts groan? The herds of cattle are perplexed, because they have no pasture. Yea, the flocks of sheep are made desolate. O Lord, to thee will I cry. For the fire hath devoured the pastures of the wilderness, and the flame hath burned all the trees of the field. The beasts of the field cry also unto thee. For the rivers of waters are dried up, and the fire hath devoured the pastures of the wilderness. You come to verse number 20, and you think, My, lands, what a depressing scene. And it is. It's a moment that would come to Israel, to the nation of Israel. is a moment that would be perplexing and awful. A plague would come. But I want you to understand something about plagues and problems and pestilence. God has a purpose for them and God's purpose always produces blessing for his people and Joel preaches a message that does not in any form or fashion dumb down the difficulties of the moment but all the trouble that is faced by the nation of Israel the Prophet Joel directs to one very specific thing that God's people in light of the trouble Would turn to God. Would turn to God. They would repent of their sins. They'd put their trust once again in God who loved them so much. And we learned tonight from the man Joel, the prophet of the plague, that plagues, problems, and pestilences have a purpose and they produce. In the hearts of God's children a turning to God. And when we turn to God, we have the promise of God's blessing. What do we learn about Joel? Joel was a man who did not point people to himself. Joel was a man, we understand by his writing, is a man who pointed people to God who could change their lives and was worthy of their praise and submission and service. Joel was the prophet of the plagues. Let's consider, number one, the plagues, the problems, and the pestilences. There's a lot of them we read, but I want to just highlight a few and show you some things that's going on. Uh, In chapter number one, Joel addresses a few groups of people. He addresses old men, drunkards, farmers, and preachers. He says to the old men in verse number two, "Hear Hear this, ye old men, give ear all ye inhabitants of the land, Hath this been in your days or even in the days of your fathers? I thought that was kind of interesting. He says, have you ever seen anything like this? He's talking with the old man. He said, An old man, have you ever seen anything to beat this? Have you ever seen anything like this? He said, no, you've not seen it, and your fathers had not seen it like this either. It can't help but remind you of the moment we find ourselves in history, right? I mean, how many times over the course of the last year and a half have you heard folks say, I've never seen anything like this before? I don't think my father's seen anything like this before, and I'm not certain that my grandfather's seen anything like this before. My great-grandfather get told stories of the Great Depression. That was difficult. But our fathers and the old men, and the old men's fathers, they look back and they say, we've not seen anything quite like this before. And the message from Joel was, you've not seen anything like this, have you? Verse 4. That which the palmer worm hath left hath the locust eaten. He said He said the palmer worm was bad. We got, we got a swarm of the palmer worms, and the palmer worms left some over. But what the palmer worm left, the locust have eaten. What the locust have eaten hath left hath the canker worm eaten. That which the canker worm hath left hath the caterpillar eaten. He said, hey, every time we thought we were out of the woods, here come another wave. Have you ever felt that? By the time you think, we finally got this thing beat. Here comes another swarm. Maybe we can get back to normal. Here comes another swarm. Joel says, hey, this plague is real. It's awful. He gives details in verse number 6 about the locust. He says, a nation. Is come upon my land, strong and without number, whose teeth are the teeth of a lion, and he hath cheek teeth of a great lion. It was an enemy like they'd never seen before. It was a difficulty they had never dealt with before. The situation that was coming and that had come was like nothing ever seen before. Verse 7. He hath laid my vine waste, barked my fig tree, He hath made it clean bare, cast it away. The branches thereof are made white. He says this is devastating. Not only had the plague wasted the vine, the vineyard for the year, the vines were gone, the fig trees were gone. He had barked the fig tree. Do you see the bark chewed and gnawed off of the fig trees? And the fig trees are dead and desolate. It's all white. He says not only has... This situation causes trouble for the here and now. But the situation is going to cause trouble in the future. Number nine, the meat offering, the drink offering is cut off. They were so desolate that they could not offer the meat or the drink offering in the house of God. Verse 10, the field is wasted, the land mourneth, the corn is wasted, the new wine is dried up, the oil languisheth. Verse number 12, the vine is dried up, the fig tree languished, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree also. It's tough, isn't it? What a moment. Verse for 15, the day of the Lord is at hand, and as a destruction from the Almighty shall it come. It was great trouble. Was the trouble a surprise to God? No. Now, I'm not saying... That the pandemic we find ourselves in the midst of right now is something that God initiated. But I will know this, and I know it for a fact, that God intends to use it for His glory. The devil wants to use it to divide people, to destroy churches, to destroy communities, to cause people to have quarrels and fights over things they really do not completely understand. But God intends to use it for His glory. It's no surprise to God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Verse 16, Is not the meat cut off before our eyes? Yea, joy and gladness from the house of our God. Verse, verse 17, I thought this was a, a devastating picture. They put the seed in the ground. I said, The seed is rotten under their clods. They said, We've buried the seed. And the seed has rotted. Verse 18, The beast groan. The herds of cattle are perplexed because they have no pasture. It's desolate. It's devastating. Verse twenty of the beast: of the field cry of the field cry, also unto thee, for the rivers of water are dried up. What's well, difficult, isn't it? The plagues, the problems, the pestilence. We trust this message from God's word has been a help to you. We're studying through the people of the Bible. And I want to let you know of a resource we have available at Chilhowee Baptist Church. It is a sermon series on the people of the Bible, volume one. The first 13 sermons of this series are available in full length. You can get those by reaching out to us at ChilhoweeBaptist.com.